Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to The Journey this week. My name's Jude Hennessy, and this is a show that's brought to you out of a little place called Wollongong. It's south of Sydney. It comes out of the Office of the Bishop, the Office of Renewal and Evangelisation, actually. That's what we're all about, and we hope that it blesses you. We hope that it spurs you on to discipleship. hope it gives you lots of great ideas. It came about a few years ago when we just wanted to contribute something to the wonderful ministry that was uh, Christian Radio, and is Christian Radio in our country, and our local Christian radio station has just grown from there to, to be in over 30 radio stations now, picked up on various podcast applications, and people get us an email each week. We don't mind how you get it. We just hope that it's blessing the whole Christian community and uh, spurring us on to unity just, just a week and a bit out from uh, from a week of prayer for Christian unity. That's what we've been about, and we've been really blessed and really honoured to contribute to this wonderful enterprise, which is Christian Radio. So good day to all of our partnering radio stations right around the country. You are going to hear from some great people today. We've got Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. He's going to talk to us about doubt today. We're going to hear from Trish McCarthy. She wants to talk to us about being fully focused as much as possible on the task or situation at hand. Easy to get distracted, so Trish is going to talk to us about how to avoid that. Father Mike Delaney, he's from down in Tasmania. He's got some uh, some reflections on the on the business of life and how often random events trigger memories, which generates a response or activity, and how God works in the midst of all that. Going to hear from Mother Hilda Scott, of course, wisdom from the Abbey, like we do every week. She's going to she's going to talk to us about staring at God, keeping our eyes on God, and and how that changes everything. But to kick off, it's really really good to have Father Josh Whitehead. He's from up in Brisbane. He's a fantastic fellow. I met him a few years ago at a conference and he's been doing some stuff in our diocese in Massview at home as well. That goes out on Southern Cross 10 and various other media platforms out to tens of thousands of people each week. And we benefit from it because we get uh, we get the likes of Father Josh who break open the gospel for us each week from the, uh, the audio that comes from that TV footage. And so he's a great fellow, good communicator doing a lot of stuff connected with renewal of the church using some just some basic principles actually a lot of the stuff that uh, that we heard from father james mallon in the last couple of weeks in that interview with him josh and a whole lot of priests are embracing that to great effect in the renewal of parishes and renewal for mission he's going to talk to us today about how to know love and serve jesus you're going to love it it's pretty specific it's pretty to the point and it's breaking open the gospel of john 14 1 to 22 where jesus says on the way on the truth and the life. Jesus isn't pulling any punches there, is he? Well, let's hear that read now by Max Norden. Then Father Josh Whitehead is going to break that open for us. And then we'll have some music from Chris Tomlin. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. And thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples... Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I would have told you. I am going to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment, you know him and have seen him. Philip said, 
Lord, let us see the Father, and then we shall be satisfied. Have I been with you all this time, Philip? said Jesus to him, and you still do not know me? To have seen me is to have seen the Father. So how can you say, let us see the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak as from myself. It is the Father living in me who is doing this work. You must believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe it on the evidence of this work, if for no other reason. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes in me will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works because I am going to the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Joshua Whitehead. I'm very blessed to be able to name off three, four, five people in my life who have been great witnesses, who have taught me to seek a relationship with Jesus. Mark and Renee, another guy called Mark, Shane, Chanel, Tony, Ursula, many people. But one of these people, Joe Hayes, she's a Channel 7 reporter up in Brisbane, really witnessed to me in a profound way what it means to seek a relationship with Christ. She sent me a voice message one day on Messenger, and she ended this amazing story about how she'd encountered the risen Lord by declaring, she said, I know what the Lord's voice sounds like. And that stayed with me ever since. Now, this is the goal of our journey, to know, to love, and to serve Jesus, to know him in a profound way. And it's also the journey of the disciples, whom we read about part of that story in the gospel. Let's imagine this scene from the gospel. The disciples have been following Jesus for the last three years, and this is the night before Jesus died. He's saying farewell to them, and he's laying all his cards down on the table. He declares, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But then we get this amazingly human question from Philip. Let us see the Father, and then we shall be satisfied. Jesus' reply is somewhat tongue-in-cheek for us. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and still you do not know me? The goal, as I said in the introduction to the homily, is to know, to love, and to serve Jesus. And it happens for us in four intentional but distinct ways. It takes every effort of our intellect It takes a sound will, not a will that vacillates between yes and no. It takes an upright heart, which means a a straight heart in the original Hebrew word, a heart free from sin. And perhaps most excitingly, it takes the witness of those who teach us to seek Jesus, to seek relationship with him. So in this season of Easter joy today, let's seek to know, let's actively seek to know, to love and to serve Jesus, because He who is our way, our truth, and our life desires nothing more and nothing less to be known and loved by us. May God bless you this Easter season. You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews, and wisdom for living life to the full. can I give to you? 
God for saving me. 
You're listening to The Journey, music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda. When I was a child, I have a very clear memory that my father used to make my mother a cup of tea every morning. Now, I used to see him do that, and on a Saturday morning, I was involved. I can still see myself as a little one standing there in the kitchen with Dad, and he'd give me two cups of tea. No mugs in those days. One day, he saw the look on my face and he said to me, What's wrong? Well, the story was, I was scared. I'd have to get those two cups of tea out of the kitchen, through the dining room, up the hall to the bedroom. It was a long way for a little kid. So I coughed up and said to him, I'm scared, I'm frightened, I'm going to spill it. And he said to me, Oh, that's easy. Stare at one and the other one will be all right. Now, for the life of me, I don't know how that works. But I know it does work. I do it to this day. Now, if you're looking for God, everything tells you about God, and so does that. Sometimes in our lives, you and I have to make decisions. You and I are perplexed. You and I don't know which way to go. We don't know what to do. We're scared that we'll mess it up. What Dad said about the tea fits here too. Stare at God and everything will be all right. Stare at his word. Stare at who he is in your life. Stare at what he's already done in your life. Sit down and stare at him in silence if you want. But stare at God. You'll be amazed. All that stuff that you're worried about, perplexed, uncertain about, it will resolve itself because you put yourself into touch with the God who can do just that for you. Ah, yes. Stare at God and everything will be all right. Thanks so much to Mother Hilda Scott there. Great to have her on the program. We're so lucky each and every week to get her wisdom. And she asked us this week to stare at God, stare at his word, stare at who he is in your life. And it's amazing when you just sit with him in silence, how the stuff you're worried about, perplexed about, just melts away, resolves itself. Let Jesus take care of everything. Just uh, spend time in his presence, take his yoke upon you, soak up the peace. Thanks to Mother Hilda Scott. Thanks to Father Josh Whitehead before that who broke open this week's gospel for the fifth Sunday of Easter. We're in the Easter season. We're now in this joyful season of Easter leading into Pentecost, which is just a few weeks away, coming of the Holy Spirit. Father Josh gave us uh, four ways there to know, love, and serve Jesus. Don't forget, you can go back and listen to stuff that you've just heard from uh, from Mother Hilda Scott, from Father Josh, any of the stuff that we've ever done on the program, actually, including last week's interview with Father James Mallon that, look, we've got to say just thousands of people hit our Facebook page over that, and uh, lots of people made contact with us, just really love the interview. It's there as one whole interview now, so if you go to jcr.org.au, you can access that, and it's just a really good thing to think about what are the ways the Spirit is moving to renew parishes for mission and, and to, to give some real encouragement to people in the midst of that. So have a listen to it, jcr.org.au. After the break, we're going to be hearing from Father Mike Delaney from down in Hobart and how God works daily in our lives, little promptings, little triggers that, uh, that generate a response that the Spirit can use. 
Bit of music in between that, though. We're going to hear from Matt Ma, Awake My Soul, and also Third Day, Need a Miracle. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and thanks for joining us this week on The Journey. Oh, for a thousand songs to sing My great Redeemer's praise The glories of my God and King The triumphs of His grace A thousand songs are not enough To say how great you are The glories of your majesty The triumphs of your love on the journey faith hope and love for life in all its fullness
Seeing God in life's everyday events, here's Father Mike Delaney. A few days ago, I got a text from a friend saying they couldn't make a parish event that was being organised. But noticed I had said there was a pre-event assessment that any participant might do prior to the day. For those of you who might be interested, I'm asking my parishioners to do the Working Genius Assessment. If you haven't heard of it, just Google Working Genius 
Anyway, I sent a text back to her saying I would be free shortly and would email her the link. Our parish secretary is on leave this week, so there was nobody there to help do the newsletter. So some parishioners were coming in and then to help set up for the weekend. I headed over to the office and set them up. While I was there, two other parishioners arrived and wanted to check some details about our Lenten small group program. Anyway, as everyone left, I headed back to the house to collect some items that I was taking to the small church where we have Mass each Friday. I was still distracted and had completely forgotten that I was going to send a link to my friend so that she could do the assessment. As I turned out of the car park, a little red car went past and I immediately thought of our young parish associate. It actually wasn't her, she just drives a small red car. And I wondered whether she might get round to doing the Working Genius Assessment that I had sent her some three months ago. I'd actually emailed assessment links to two other parishioners during the week, so that's how I knew she hadn't completed her assessment yet. As I wondered how I might encourage, coerce her to do the assessment, I suddenly remembered that I had promised to send a link to my parishioner friend who had wanted to do it, so I had to eat humble pie and send a quick text. I had stopped my car before getting my phone to say that I would send her the link after Mass. But as I was thinking about what had happened, I wondered how often some random event triggers a memory which then generates a response or activity and how often I put the two things together. As I think about it now, I know that there have been lots of times when something has happened and my thoughts have turned to a person or an event. Many of those times when I make the effort to contact the person I've thought about, their response is something like, I've been meaning to contact you. God does work in our daily lives and does help us to see things. But if we're distracted and not focused or paying attention, then we can easily miss his presence. I hope you don't have an oops moment today. But if something does trigger a memory, that you might make the opportunity to do something about it, especially if it means contacting a friend. Thanks so much there to Father Mike. God in the Everyday is his segment. We love it. And what a great message. Just um, looking for the ways that God's prompting us and, and looking to, to act and act powerfully in the, the little random events and coincidences and connections that we make in our daily lives. Just want to alert people to a great program that's being held in, in a couple of locations around the country at the moment. It's something that's been put on by Men Alive. We'll be running one of the events here in the Diocese of Wollongong out at Cataract Scout Camp, actually. A lot of people will know that because it's such a, a nationally well-known venue. We run a father-son camp there each year. We'll be doing that again in October. But Rob Falzon and the crew from Men Alive, if you visit their website, have got these Growing Good Men events occurring in a number of different locations around the country. Um, they're just transforming lives, and, and it's for fathers and sons. It's for, for sons that have, uh, you know, hit, hit their teenage years. So really from, from about 12 through to 17, 18, um, I've just seen an incredible transformation, great tools that are given to dads. Some dads come and sons come, and they're, and they're not in the best space together. Um, others are, but every single one of them leave with, uh, with great tools for journeying together into manhood, for supporting each other in what it means to be a man and what it means to be honourable and authentic in manhood 
It's a faith-based program, but it's it's not over the top. It's certainly something that just gives great tools. We had plenty of guys who would who've come along to it and say, "Look, I'm not really church going." That's fine, and that's, that's actually been a, a place where a whole lot of guys have been really impacted. They've gone, "Oh, look, I didn't expect it to be like this." I've had so many emails over the last few years of guys who wouldn't count themselves as being church going who've come to it and just gone, "That has just been a game changer for for me and my son." And check it out. Go to Men Alive and look up for for Growing Good Men and Growing Good Men weekends. After the break, we're going to be hearing from Trish McCarthy. Father Dave Callahan's coming up in the not-too-distant future, too. He's going to round the show out for us. But first up, here's some more music. Lauren Daigle and the song Wordless. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. I'm so glad you've joined us this week on The Journey. There isn't any fear here. There isn't any fear in Love when you come, when you come. There isn't any heart here that you don't want to overwhelm. When you come, when you come, oh, I am speechless, but I can't keep quiet, and I am wordless, but I can't stay
Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Wherever you are, be all there. This is one of my favourite quotes and is attributed to a well-known missionary, Jim Elliot. It has made its presence strongly known in many contemporary reflections, spiritualities, methods of prayer, often taking the name of mindfulness, presence, flow and things like this. However, his essence has strong connections to the life and rule of St. Benedict. Either way, the fruit of cultivating this gift in our life leads to fullness of life, freedom, an absence of doubt and fear, groundedness, centeredness and awareness. Being in the moment is based on the concept of simply doing one thing. Many of us value being able to multitask, and at times this may be necessary. However, circumstances can be transformed if we focus on the task, the situation, the decision, the conversation at hand as it unfolds. Aim today to do just one thing at a time. If you're driving to work, just drive. Take notice of the things around you, the new house being built, the playground that's unoccupied, the tree that was cut down. If you're lifting weights, take notice of how your body moves through the process. What muscles are being engaged? What pain, if any, is speaking to you? Give yourself some extra time before a meeting, even an extra 10 minutes travel, to gather your thoughts and avoid rushing. One of my favourite quotes suggests, if you are rushing from one thing to another, you're doing too much. Choose to slow down today and do what counts. These may seem like silly things to consider, but it helps us to focus on what's necessary and not to overburden our mind, body and heart. Good on you. Thanks, Trish. Trish McCarthy, Milk and Honey's a segment. Good name. I love it. As soon as she put that name together and said, this is what I want to do in contributing to the show, which she did for many, many years, and we still get great use of, of all of Trish's material, all about the good stuff God wants to give us. And uh, this piece was called Wherever You Are. Trish's imploring of us to just be focused on keeping uh, the task or the situation at hand as, as being the thing that we focus on. That includes people too, really important. You know it when you're in someone's present who just when they're with you, they're with you and they focus on you. It's very, very powerful. After the break, Father Dave Callahan's going to talk to us about doubt and how doubt can be good. God can use doubt in our lives to, to strengthen us, renew our faith, to take us to new places of trust. That's after the break. First up, there'll be a bit more music we're going to hear. Passion, how great is our God? And Hannah Harden, what a friend we have in Jesus. Loving this week's show. Hope it's blessing you. We're getting near the end, but thanks for joining us on the journey. The splendor of the King, clothed in majesty, let all the earth rejoice, all the earth rejoice. He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide And trembles at his voice Trembles at his voice How great
Hi, I'm Sophia. I'm from Minnesota in the United States, and you're listening to The Journey.
Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Here are the missionaries of God's love with The Call. If your faith is not growing, it is probably because you're not doubting enough. Very often Christians are scared of doubt. Doubt is seen as a sign that our faith is weak. And so there can be a lot of shame about the fact that we are doubting. But maybe we have misunderstood the whole concept of doubt. There is a big difference between doubt and skepticism. Skepticism is a position of arrogance. It is a dead-end position where we simply do not believe. Whereas doubt is a much more constructive position. It is a position of questioning and searching for a deeper truth, which comes from a place of humility. Doubt is meant to lead us on a journey of discovery. If we are scared of doubt, we will either end up simplifying the mystery of our faith to a point where there are no more questions, or we will become overly zealous as a way of trying to convince ourselves that our faith makes sense. We need to see the mystery of our faith as just that, a mystery. God has revealed something which is very strange. And it's as though God is almost playing a game with us, calling us to go deeper into the unknown. We need to be very comfortable with the bits of our faith that don't make sense. And rather than just ignoring them or pushing them aside, to actually allow ourselves to go deeper into the mystery, to pray for the grace of the Holy Spirit, to have that understanding and allow God to lead us deeper into his own heart and the great mystery of where he's calling us to. I'm Father David Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org.
That was the Porter's Gate, nothing to fear. Haven't really, when it all comes down to it, when all's said and done, no matter what comes at us, if you've got Jesus, if you've uh, embraced the salvation and the mercy and the forgiveness and the, the life of Jesus, Holy Spirit in your life, then really, no matter what comes, you've got nothing to fear. That's why we can rejoice in the Lord always, no matter what's, uh, no matter what's before us. Thanks to Father Dave Callahan, who um, who spoke to us about doubt and and how God can uh, can work in the midst of doubt to to bring us into deeper faith, bring us into a deeper understanding, contemplation of mystery and the messiness of life. Trusting that He's He's got a plan, He's got things in hand. So thanks to Father Dave, thanks to Trish McCarthy, Mike Delaney, to Mother Hilda Scott, and of course, really really pleased to have Father Josh Whitehead contributing to the show this week too. Don't forget, you can go to jcr.org.au. You can check out past shows there. If you did ever want to give a, a contribution to the show, we'd love that. It uh, costs a little bit to put it on each year. We do it on the smell of an oily rag, but we do it professionally. We do we do a lot with a little. If you ever want to make a contribution to, to this show, we would not say no. And uh, we're coming up now into our 10th year. It's not too far away. This is show 509. You do the maths, 52 weeks in a year, and we're getting pretty close to what will be 10 years of shows, which is um, just amazing. And of course, please pray for us. Pray that this show has an impact right around the country for unity amongst Christians and for bringing people to an encounter with Christ through Scripture, through the breaking up of God's Word and through the witness that's given by the people who do such a fabulous job in our God spots. Okay, faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and thanks for having joined us this week on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Dharawal Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.